action. Guys, seriously, welcome back. Oh my gosh, what a week we've had. We've had blizzards, hurricanes, but most of all we've stuck together throughout it all. And once again, for some relief of that harsh world out there, you've got me, Riley William Dyson and Aussies with Stories. First of all, I'd like to say a big thank you to everyone out there who's been getting around the, this um, show of mine and really, it really touches my heart to have your support. So thank you for um, t- taking the effort to get out there and, and to send me some mail and um, I open that and I read that and it just, you know, it reminds me why I do what I do. So, um, yeah. Today's guest has come all the way from Scotland. That's right, Scotland, which is a part of the United Kingdom, the UK. And let me explain you how that all works if you're interested about the United Kingdom and who's involved. Well, obviously there's England, there's Ireland and Scotland, but there's also Wales and there's Great Britain, which is just England and Wales, and then there's United Kingdom that also has Scotland and Ireland, which I find fascinating. And that's where my guest is from, so I'd like to welcome him on, and... How are we doing? <laughs> Craig Ferguson. Hello, everybody. How I'm, are you, mate? I'm Craig Ferguson. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic, thank you. So what, I'd like, to what I'd like to ask you is... For some of those that aren't too familiar with some of your works, what would you what would you best be known for if you're walking down the streets of Melbourne and pe- someone was well, to Well, you know, I suppose I'd probably be best known for my my talk show that I had mm. had. Yeah, my it was it was called the Late Late Show ah. with Craig Ferguson. Nice. Yes, yeah, so I'd probably be best known for that. It, it it started off as you know I was into comedy and I was a bit of an artist. Mm-hmm. I uh, I had a band back in Scotland. Really, what was a band called? Oh, the the name was the the Killer Jacks. Nice. So we were a bit of a punk wee punk band. Okay. Yeah. Can you remember any of the songs that you made? Oh, there was one called "Don't Tell Susan." Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was. It was a. Uh, it was about uh, one of our one of the bandmates had a bit of a a bit of a thing with his girlfriend, mm. and you know there was a bit of a situation, and you know we didn't want to tell her about so, it. Was her name Susan? No, we changed the name. That would have been a bit obvious. True, but that's what the song was about. Okay, so what was that girl's actual name? I can't say that. Now it was Miranda. Been a while now. Yeah, I still remember Miranda. She well, was how did beautiful. the song go? How did the song go? Oh, I can't remember how the song went, mate. <laughs> but it was a real, really bit of a like a really punky sort of you know underground grungy vibe. Mm. Yeah, that's what I was into. I still am really. I enjoy the music. Still, I go back to. I still live in Scotland. So this is this is uh, this is the thing. So I was a comedian after that, and. Yeah, I got into comedy, and I, you know, I, I had, I've, I still do comedy every now and then. And yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I got, I got kind of roped into this, into this talk show. Yeah. What about? Can I just interject of how I know you? Please. 
And the big, you see the big poster on the wall there. Might give it away. Yes, I do. The Drew Carey show. The Drew Carey show. A great show. I yeah, I was the boss. Were you? Do you remember my name on that show? Craig Ferguson. That's right. I was the boss, Craig Ferguson. What was Aptly that? named. Was it really? No, I can't remember the boss's what name. What about Mimi? Oh, we love Mimi, don't we? Yeah. I still keep in touch with her. She's doing well. Yes, really. Yeah, she is, yeah. Is she much like Mimi, the actress? Or the is, real Mimi? Yeah. <laughs> no, was the actress playing Mimi like Mimi? Absolutely. Really? The exact same person. Did she wear the makeup? All the time. The blue eyeshadow. Yeah. Yeah. That was just her. That's that's why she was so good for the character because it was just her and mm. she was just being herself and we were, we get to witness that, you know? Yeah. So that was a great experience being on the Drew Carey show. Drew is a, still a dear friend. But yeah, so I got roped into this talk show. What about Drew? Does he is he much like his character? No, Drew's more of a he's a real a bit of a recluse. Oh really? Yeah, behind closed doors he doesn't really talk much. He was a bit like that as Drew though. Him no. and Mimi used to go at it. Well, I suppose they did. I suppose they did. But even, uh, you know, when he hosted, uh, he hosts The Price is Right. I don't know if he oh. still does anymore, but he, yeah, he did that. But now, yeah, he d- as soon as the cameras are off, mate, he's, he's you know, he's tucked into bed in the fetal position usually. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's how he likes it, really. But, you know, each to their own. So anyway, they come to me. With this proposition of having my own talk show. Mm. They say, Craig, you'll be on after Letterman. You know, you'll have the late, late show, they called it. Mm. The late, late spot. And... What time was that? Oh, it was on 12.30. Every night? Every night. So Letterman will be on? 11.30? No. Yeah. yeah. What about out in real life over there? Pardon? What about in America? What do you mean? What time would it come on? Yeah, twelve thirty. Oh, really? Yeah. What? Yeah. So you're talking about Australian times? No, no, no. No, it's just the late late show for a reason. Do they have it on at eleven thirty in Australia as well? Same time slots? I think so. Maybe they yeah they correlated. Are you even sure that you're not just thinking of the Australian time slots and that's what time <laughs> they'll get played? No, no, I'm not thinking Australian time. Do no. they definitely so? Did Letterman used to go? Absolutely. They film a show in the day. Yeah, okay. They call it The Late Show. Oh, so all the shows aren't live? Absolutely not. Oh. No. Well, well, that was the, the fun with my show. I kind of acted like it was live. And we didn't really edit it much. And I was just trying to be... Anyway. So, they come to me with this proposition. Had right? me fooled, mate. Well, that's what I was going for. That's unbelievable. Well, I'm glad to hear That's that. ruined everything. Why is it ruined it? Because it's fucking... Hey, yo, whoa. It's not live. What's wrong with that? You can make a mistake and cut it out. Yeah, but we didn't do that with my show. We'd make mistakes all the time. It was very free-flowing, very improvisational. Yeah, you, so you just show the mistakes you want to show? Absolutely not. I wouldn't allow it because my, in my contract, it's stipulated that I... Why not just do it live then? Well, I was all for it, but they didn't want to do it. Why not? I didn't want to start. Is this live? Is this going out right now? Yes. 
It's not though. You could edit it Why'd if you, you wanted ask? to. Well, I wanted to see your answer. Loaded question. You lied to yeah, me. I would move that. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's what it was, mate. So yeah, pretty much they they show them at the same time, and eleven thirty in Australia. Makes 11:30 sense. In I the was States. always wondering why they're up so late. It's a late late show, mate. Uh, what about Conan O'Brien? I don't know. He's in a different slot. Different channel. Does he do it live there? I believe we do it all at the same time. So that's why Jimmy Kimmel show. It's such a competition, you know. We're all competing for the viewership. Jimmy Kimmel show. Yeah, he's won another one. I'm sure he's got someone after him as well. Jonathan Ross. See, I was, I was on James Corden. All of them. Well, he replaced me, James Corden. Really? Yeah, absolutely. That's no, that's bullshit, isn't it? Well, it is a little bit. What do you think about him? Uh, I'm not a fan, really. He seems a bit fucking fake. He's a bit fake to my face as well. Like, I'm all for a, a fellow Brit doing it, doing it all. And, you know, he's a hard worker, but he just does it the wrong way. And it, that's what I was trying to do with my show. I just I wanted... When I'd interview someone, i just have a conversation with him. And mm. he's, you know, he's having a, you know... He's got all that social media and all that presence behind it and it's like he's trying to do it for that whereas I just want to talk to people you know like I'm talking to you right now Riley I'm talking to you because it's my show well it's it's a vice versa thing and there's no power about it we're just two men having a conversation exactly right and we come together just like any two chemicals and then we create a whole new chemical with the reaction that we make absolutely so it's really it's chemistry and that's why I always hated the formula Just got that. of the talk show because it gets away from that mm. because it is tra- it is a format of something. Have you ever heard of um, podcasts? Oh, yes, yes, yes. They're, they're pretty much just that without oh. the whole audience and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to catch wind of, of these things. Any, like, any ones you like? Oh, there's one called Aussies with Stories I like. <laughs> that's this one. <laughs> oh, no. No, there's plenty of podcasts, but, yeah, that's what James Gordon is a bit too caught up in, 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 in sort of the... Oh, yeah. mate, get over it. So, so yes, uh, yeah, it was... Uh, who, who is it? Who told Letterman Spot? Uh, what's his name? Seth Myers. <laughs> no, the other one. The one with the, he looks like... Stephen Colbert. That's the one. He I don't taught, know how I know so much about Colbert. <laughs> <laughs> he thought Letterman spot, Corden took mine. Yeah. That's how it went. Have you ever heard of Rove McManus? No, who's that? He had a show called Rove. And it was he's on a, Sunday nights. He's an Australian talk show host, was yeah. he? Oh, yeah. We don't really have a talk. We don't really have one, do we? Don't that, really have the culture. That's what I'm trying to do. You're st- trying to start the talk shows in Australia again? Yeah, like a real, like... Aussies with stories and like it's more of a conversation than a performance it's absolutely just, it's just picking apart people's minds that's what it's all about that's what I was trying to talking do talking about the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case mm. <laughs> cancel culture yeah that's what uh, yeah, movements that's what we're trying to get away from don't we we, we try and have a we, we have a conversation well we can talk what's about what's your take on the Black Lives Matter movement I think it's great. Okay. Yeah, black lives do matter. It's all in the title, really. Yeah, I know. But what do you actually think? Oh, I don't really like them. Yeah. No, I'm just a joke. 
But that's what. So back to your original question. Yeah, yeah. that's how people know me about my uh, yeah, my talk show, really. Mm. But I'm over that now. I really, while I was doing it, I I kind of got over it per se. So. Wow. You know, I went into it with the best intentions to be, you know, just completely real and just talk to people and not have any interference, not have as much interference as you can manage. Mm. But, you know, that's it's almost an impossibility, Riley. So, so yeah, it becomes its own thing. And, you know, it was great while it lasted. It was a great era I was in. And, yeah, I'm glad to be over now. And, and that's... And all I do now is really I just fly planes and, and, you know, I've got a few horses. I've got a ranch. You see, I live in America. I'm an American citizen, but I also go back to Scotland a lot. And I visit Melbourne, Australia a lot for some reason. It's great here. So I've got, yeah, a bunch of horses. I just, I let them live on my ranch. I, you know... I'll give them food and that, but I don't. I just I try and let them be free. I haven't broken them in to say to to speak. I, they're in no way under my. I just you know I let them be free in this ranch that I also fly planes on and land around them, and they get a bit spooked by these planes. <laughs> but you know it's all well and good. You know it's all nature, isn't it? That's all planes are, really. Na- planes are a kind of nature, Riley. I know you're just, you're reacting with your face. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't really hear it, but, you know, we're, we're agreeing. Well, how about this? The other day I seen a photo of a futuristic, like, prediction of the Earth, and it had this big ring around it, mm-hmm. and the ring was bigger than Earth, and it's funny that it's physically impossible to make something... Bigger than the Earth because you need to use all the materials on Earth. Exactly, mate. Isn't that just a bit of a funny little thought? Well, that's why, yeah, planes are completely from nature and no one else. How long have you been a pilot for? Oh, about 10 years now, maybe more. Dollar blur in the air. Once you're in there, in in that cockpit, it's just you and the sky. So you're a pilot. Have you ever been a pikist? A a what, mate? A pikist. What's that? A pikist. About two fifty with sauce. <laughs> oh, you got me. <laughs> Those pikes. <laughs> changed a little bit, but got ya. No, yeah, that'll do. You like jokes? Oh, not really. No, <laughs> I've never been into them really. You're a stand-up comedian, aren't you? Yeah, but I've always tried to go away from jokes. Just conversation. Just having a conversation with the audience, mm. you know. Mm. It's like me and me playing, it's just I'm having a conversation with it. You know, I'm I'm speaking to it as much as it's speaking to me. We're just having a conversation, we're in the air, I'm keeping it afloat. And if I don't, you know, I've got no air, I've got no no autopilot. I don't believe in it. What percent jerk in nature versus nurture is? Oh now that's the age old question really. I, I believe that it's mostly to do with you know, well, mate, I've got no idea, really. Oh, it's 50-50, you know to be honest. It's a good sign of intelligence to say you don't know your question, so I appreciate that. Well, I appreciate you. Um, thank you. <laughs> well, it's all right. You don't have to cry. It's just, you don't know how hard it's been. Oh, what's wrong, mate? I just feel like no one appreciates me. Well, I can feel like that sometimes. <laughs> but they just, 
I do so much for other people and I get nothing in return. I know, but if you're trying to help people with that in mind to get something back, then you'll always be disappointed. But how else? Could, why else would you do it? Well, you just do it because it's good to do stuff for others. But it makes you feel good about yourself. You don't need anything in return. They need to appreciate me. Look, I agree. I like to be... That's why I took the talk show, mate. I wanted to be appreciated. No, oh, that's nice. I wanted to be, to be revered. Revered? Absolutely. Do you have a bit of um, dictator in you? I think we all do, and if you come to... If do you, you think that's to, more of a personality trait, though? No, I think it's in everyone, and, and once you're aware of it, you can explore it, and, you know, some people delve into it deeper than others. Mm. But I think... Every human has the capacity for all of it to be their own dictator, to be their own, you know, yogi sitting on a fucking hill. It's all of it. So, mm. so I do have that. That's why I took the talk show with that in mind because, because it could be mine. And what I talk wanted show? the talk show. What one? My old talk show mate. Do you remember the talk show I was talking oh. about? Oh, I mean, that was, a, that was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, there was a whole talk show. Oh. Yeah, so that's why I took it, because I wanted to be revered. I wanted to have power over people. I wanted to be famous. Absolutely. I'm through it now, and it's nice to be, it's nice to be, you know, recognised or liked or whatever you say. But at the crux of it all... It's just human interaction, that's all I was after. And that's what I wanted to showcase. At the crux. Absolutely. What does that mean? Like at the base of it all, really. Mm. So, yeah, that's, so that's, 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 that's that. How are you, anyway? You, you've, you've, you've fought through your tears. Yeah, I fought through them, man. Good on you. I just, I, whenever I feel sadness, I just push it all down. And if I'm going to cry... push it down. If I'm gonna cry, I just I even push the tears back in because crying's for weak people. Look, I I can see why you'd think that. Yeah. Yeah. Do but you ever cry? Absolutely, I'm crying. <laughs> climbing right, I'm crying right now. Yeah, I've seen I'm that. Telling you, the whole time I've been tears have been streaming. Well, when does it get to a point where it's like, all right, that's enough? Well, probably like you know when you're trying to know, do anything. <laughs> when you're trying to. You know, you're just at the shops. And you're crying. Yeah, absolutely. I'll try and buy some broccoli. Do you always cry from sorrow? No, not always, no. What else? Happiness can make me cry. Really? Absolutely. Why would that register a response? Well, I don't think that tears always have to be connected to sadness. They're really just overwhelming, aren't they? Tears Absolutely. Overwhelm it, whether it be sadness or joy. Yeah, I feel it's just a, it's a it's your body's way of expressing something. But why? Why is it why is it lubricating your eyes? You know what? I don't know. I don't know the question, the answer to that. Mm. But all I know is, you know, I'll have a I'll have a great day. I'll have a I'll have a fucking a ham and cheese fucking croissant, and I'll just I'll I'll want to cry, and I'll let myself, you know. I used to be, you know, I'd sit there eating my croissant and I'd feel like crying. I'd, I'd push it down like you. Like I'd push it right down. I wouldn't be, uh, you know, I'm not, 
I'm not going to cry over my fucking croissant. Like a little girl. Like a little girl. Yeah. But, you know, you're in Bryce, you're in a little girl. You can be the dictator, you can be the inner little girl, it's all of it. Wouldn't it. Isn't that a slippery slope? How so? Like one day you're crying because of a croissant and the next day you're like dressing up in pink and then all of it, before you know What's it... What's wrong with that? You're sucking someone off. What's wrong with that? As long as if you like, if you want to suck someone off, wearing pink... What, and then what? Tell everyone? Yeah, you could tell who you want. You don't have to tell anyone either. And do it as be a closet fag. Well... I mean, you could. You got to be could, proud of yourself, mate. You could call it that. All I'm saying is, I'm not going to start crying because I know exactly where that leads. To being a homosexual, is that what you're saying? Yes. Well, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Why? If that, if if you, if you, who do you, how do you know? If you, you're a talk show host, mate. Well, I'm an ex talk show host. Don't say that to me. <laughs> okay, you're an ex talk show. I'm through it now. That's worse. I'm through it now. You're a bloody crybaby. I'm saying, mate, if you want to go and suck a dick, if you want to do that. Craig, I'm not falling for your tricks, mate. I'm just saying. <laughs> but if I was going to, I tell you what, you wouldn't be on the list. I wouldn't. No. You're kidding. Just not into blokes look like you. Well, that's fine, mate. went to little Balinese ones. Oh, right. I used to be in that myself. Really? Absolutely. We've all been through a Balinese stage. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, that's that's Craig Ferguson, mate. <laughs> what else? What else do you want to know? I would like to know your current thoughts on time. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome back to Aussies with Stories. I'm Craig Ferguson. I've taken over the show. Riley you had to go. I don't know. We'd go play fucking forty or something. And <laughs> and I'm here. Actually, with just one of my all-time idols. Get on with it. Sorry, mate. I'm here with... Look, I, I want to give you the intro- introduction that you deserve, mate. Because this man... Oh, fuck it. It's Stephen Hawking. Time is relative and... <laughs> you make it go very slow. Well, you got me, Stephen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that sharp wit in there, this, um, look, I'm very excited to speak to you. My first question... It is not mutual. Well, that's fair enough. I I, I know a, a man like me, it wouldn't be very impressive to a man like you. you know, that's you, the smartest thing you've ever said. <laughs> and you know what? You've, you're actually, you're meant to be dead, right? You've died in this... Time zone or wherever we are in this universe. That is correct. And now you're back on the podcast. And now I'm back. How'd you? How'd you come back? You threw through a wormhole or something like those things. You look, those little things you like wormholes. No, I had spent so much time in my wheelchair that I had formed into the wheelchair, and my brain is now in that. Oh right, so you're just a, you're an AI really cyborg. Now. Right, so you can live forever. There is something that I want to show you. Oh, all right, go on. What is it? Beep, 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 boop. Ooh. Hey, man. Oh, my. You can just, you can, <laughs> you can transform into anyone. <laughs> right? Through this machine. 
yeah, man, I had this realization that about, hey, why am I speaking like a robot? Like, oh, just because I am one, you know what I mean? What I'm saying, man? Yeah, well, that's, I, that's what I always... So now I made it sound something a bit more, you know. What does this button do? Be Hello? <laughs> Don't do that! Take it back! <laughs> Alright, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll press back. There you go. Don't do that again. Sorry, yeah, I shouldn't I shouldn't fall into your chair. Now I've got to speak and be serious with you. Well, you don't have to be a Steven. You can be what you boop, want. Boop, boop. Hey, mate. Oh, sorry. You must have knocked something. Let me let me talk to you, Stephen, as I as I know you, because there is some stuff I want to ask you, Stephen. Yes, I've been wondering about time mm-hmm. lately, and I feel that it doesn't really exist. What is your definition of existence? Oh, of existence? Well, just being in the here and now. Right? You're being, your consciousness is conscious of... So your existence. Yes. And the natural progression of things, as they would label time, doesn't make that... To me, Stephen, stop me in my tracks if I'm wrong, but to me it doesn't make it a, a scientific mathematical fact. Because... Time, in my opinion, is subjective, Stephen. Everyone goes through it differently. So that's, that's my, my contention with time. That's how we label it so, and how we, you know, we put a fucking clock to it, we time it, literally, literally, that doesn't make it time. It's just a label. There's something that I need to say to you. Yes. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. You are gay. Well. But no, <laughs> let me say this to you. Time is relative. Right. E what you... equals MC squared. Yeah, what does that mean? But also, time is just what we bind reality together with. It is a shared Moment in our animal instincts. Right, but it's not... But mal- we should not let it control us. Hang on, hang on, Stephen. It's not malleable, though, is it? It's not It's not like it's on the periodic table. It's not an actual element. You can't... There's no element of time, is there? Beep, boop, boop, boop. Oh. <laughs> no. Well, who's that? That's what I do want. It's still me. Oh, sorry, you've taken on... Uh, anyway. Well, that's all I'm saying. It's it's not an an objective truth. That's all I want to say about that. So you can you can throw your little equations at me and all that. You can see it's relative. Yeah, it's relative to each person. All right. But that doesn't make it a, a fact. No one said it was. Of course it is. That's why the equation E fucking it's MC squared... It's just what squared. we use... To try and track nature. <laughs> well, all right. It's mathematics. Here's what I want to ask you something, Stephen. Okay. I know the the, the late great 
Laddie Kin once asked you, what's one thing you you didn't know about? And your answer was quite interesting, Stevie. It was women. That's one thing you never figure out. One thing you couldn't put an equation to, per se. I said that. Two sound cool. Oh, really? I figured them out a long time ago. Oh, really? So can you give me some secrets? They're quite simple beings. How so, Stevie? They only care about men. Oh, is that right? Whilst men care about other things. And then occasionally the woman beats man because he was just watching cricket or something. So Mm. just keep them at arm's length. Well, alright, look, uh, I might not necessarily agree with you. Well, I am Stephen Hawking, I know everything. Yeah, but do you though? Like, where are you basing that, that fact about women off? Of course. What's the science behind that? Once I was called a freak. Oh, right. They so, hurt my feelings. You know what I, I'd also like to ask you about, Stephen? You can just ask. You don't have to have a pretense for everything. Well, that's true. But I want to ask you about love. Okay. Have you ever... Do you still... Being in your state now of a a life, ageless AI... Cyborg. Cyborg. Do you still have a feeling of love that you... You know, you might have loved once... I know you, you were married. You had a wife... But is there a love you have that it kind of transcends it all, even your state now, and you'll even think, you'll still think, you'll still feel about it? Do you have anything like that? No. Well. But that's okay, because I am online 24-7. I can play poker and watch... Loads of porn. I don't right. need love. Then you can just watch it behind your eyes. I am sometimes in them. Are you good at poker? Poker, yes. Did you ever hurt anyone with your chair? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Lee Matthews. Lee Matthews, who's that? He coached Brisbane. Right. I hate him. Alright, well, so my my point was, I th- I believe love, kind of, it's like its own thing. You think love transcends logic? Yeah, kind of like the point of that Interstellar movie. Yeah, that's a great film. Oh, you like it, do you? Love that. Do you like films? I like films, especially my own one. Can you still enjoy films? Of course. Oh, you like that, the theory of everything, you like that film? Yes. You liked it? I liked it because they made me hook up with hot chick and True. made me look quite attractive. True. How'd your accident happen? You fell off a horse. Oh, yeah. I f- <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was Superman. Right, that was Christopher Reeve. Yes, I fell off a jet ski. Oh, right. No, actually, that was Sean Kingston. <laughs> Right, well, Sean Kingston is like this now. What happened to me is that I did play too much video games. And I sat close to the screen. And I melted. 
Right. <laughs> well, and right. then people, then I started telling people stuff, and they believed me. All right, so you're not really a scientist at all, are you? I have theories. You've read books. I've watched. <laughs> <laughs> I have watched YouTube videos. Right, so you're really just you're spewing information that others have discovered and. You spew and learned information through this. I make stuff up. Like what? What did you make up, Stephen? Stars. You made up stars. Yes. So they exist because you made them up. No. So how so? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect.